meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel. Okay, welcome. Tonight is, this is Black Hippie Lounge. I'm your host, Chanel. And tonight we have a guest, um, Nia Michelle. Um, I want to welcome Nia Michelle. I found her on TikTok. Um, Actually, I liked one of her videos about being well-equipped for the next moment and not letting anyone, even yourself, from doubting you. Um, I love the message that she, you know, was speaking about. And at the time, I definitely needed it. Um, And so I wanted to connect with her and just kind of, you know, have a conversation and see what type of gems she could drop for not only myself, but also listeners, just because those are the type of topics that I talk about as well. Um, And she also talks about spirituality, which I really love. So without further ado, I'm going to let Nia introduce herself. Just tell listeners a little bit about you. Well, hello, everybody. I'm super excited to be on here. As she stated, I am Nia Michelle. Um, I am a singer, life coach, as well as an author, and I also host the podcast 21 Lessons with Nia Michelle. Um, I'm just a regular schmegler person, honestly, just (laughs) tapped in and tuned in with myself. And uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty much all as far as a, a general intro. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. um okay so let's get into the question so my first question is in some of your tiktok vid- videos you speak about spirituality what prompted your spiritual journey um so i am a person i've always been very spiritual like that's just the family i grew up in um i am from south georgia so you know we in the bible build i grew up in the church but um what really got me into i would say spirituality for real is me really realizing that there's a difference between having a relationship with God and, you know, being religious. And when I realized that um, being religious wasn't doing anything for me outside of making me judge people and um, having me in these constant loops of feeling like I was not good enough and I was in sin. And um, I really wanted to really understand what, who God was for myself, what God was. And I say what, because God is a spirit. So it's God is all things. Um, When I really start asking those questions and really wanted to, like I said, dive into like, what is, what is this thing beyond what I've been taught? Um, that's when I really tapped in and I really found like, okay, this is a, a everyday thing. This is a practice. This is a living thing. God is a living thing. So um, that that's kind of what got me in my spiritual spirituality and my spiritual journey. Yeah. Okay, nice. Um, so how do you stay focused and in tune spiritually? Um, the best way to to answer that question is uh, when you make spirituality your everyday life, you just, you're tapped in, you're tuned in. So what I had to do is, you know, a, a lot of religious people, I'm just going to call that what it is. Cause I used to be one of these people. You go to church on Sunday and on Wednesday and um, may read your Bible every now and then. And, um, you call that life, you know? Yeah. And what I realized is that that is, that's not enough. Because in those times, whenever life gets hard, can I curse? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> life gets hard as fuck. Yeah. In yeah. <laughs> those times, whenever you know you're you're depressed and you can't wait till Sunday, Wednesday. In those times, whenever you know you fall asleep reading your Bible, you need more than that. So 
for me, it was learning um, that God is more than just a Sunday thing, a Wednesday thing. God is more than just picking up your Bible every now and then reading the scripture because that's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And um, realizing that if you acknowledge God in all things in your life, like we, we do it already when you like say a little quick prayer over your food or, you know, you say a little quick prayer before you go into bed, but it's like walking down the street just just to have the thought like thank you God for this beautiful sun you know thank you for this day um and even beyond that just like before you make a decision just, just taking a moment to pause and to really sit with yourself and like okay what am I supposed to be doing in this moment how do I feel mm-hmm. you know because a, a, a large part to me of my spiritual practice is really being in tune with my body enough to know when things don't feel right mm-hmm. to know whenever I'm feeling anxious to know whenever I'm feeling upset because to me you know spirituality and emotional intelligence kind of go hand in hand as well Mm -hmm. so I I pretty much you know have made my life it's it's become a part of my life now it's an everyday thing it's a living growing thing it's like I wake up it's just it just is me now you know Mm -hmm. I hope that answered your question because I can ramble so my next question is what what influences you to share your messages on social media like TikTok where you have a lot of uplifting messages Okay, so the story behind TikTok is actually hilarious. So um, I originally, like I said, I'm a singer. I've been singing uh, for about 12 years now. And I originally got on TikTok for singing. I was just going to do singing videos. Mm -hmm. And um, I know one of the questions is about the spiritual awakening. So I'll wait till that question comes. But whenever that happened for me, um, it was a shift. And it was like, um, I need you to get on here and speak. Like, you got to speak. Because I used to do this thing called I Am Nia Michelle on, um, on Facebook. Okay. And it's, it's what I'm what I'm doing on TikTok. The videos will be a lot longer, like 20 minutes. And basically what I would just talk about is the different lessons that I learned throughout that day, throughout that week and how how it can apply to your life. Mm-hmm. Not so much doing what I did, but these are the lessons that I took from it. And so um, when I first when I got on TikTok, um, I did that in 2018. It's like all that stuff came back to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, OK, now you got to get on here and speak. And if you go back to like the first few videos I did up until now, like it has transformed into what you see now. Mm-hmm. I never saw myself getting on here saying anything that would motivate people or put people, you know, give people confirmations or anything. It's one of those things where it just kind of grew into that. And, um, you know, I, I every day I get up, I feel something to say, like I, I feel inspired to say something. So I just when I feel it, I do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. No, definitely keep doing it. Um, I just came, like I said, I came across the video and that's actually tied into the next question. Um, For listeners who watch the video that I mentioned, um, the one where you were talking about being well-equipped, what advice can you give them to to remain faithful that they are equipped even when obstacles come their way? So the the biggest piece of advice I can give you to remain equipped when obstacles, obstacles come your way is this. To whom much is given, much is required. And any obstacle that is given to you, it wouldn't have it would not have been given to you if you weren't equipped for it. Mm-hmm. So it's like on this life journey, where you're going to have these experiences, you're going to have these spaces and these places that seem bigger than you, and they are bigger than you are right now. But know that it was brought to you because for who you are, for where you're going, that person can deal with it, mm-hmm. that person can handle it, and it's up to you to believe that because you know, I just did a video. I say, we are much more powerful than we actually know we are. If you make up in your mind, think about this podcast right now. When you made up in your mind, you were going to do this podcast. You did it. 
we wouldn't be on here talking about it. Maybe two years ago or three years ago or five years ago, this might've just been a thought in your mind, but it was something that took you from that thought to doing what you did and it's believing that you could do it. Mm -hmm. And when you realize that the, the difference between you being where you are now and you being at that place that scares you is just literally knowing that you can be there. So you can do it like you really can. And, and it's, it's more than just you put your mind to it and put your whatever. It's believe that you can and know that if it was given to you or if it's in front of you, it's because you're built to, to do that thing. You're built to overcome that thing. You're built for it. And all those thoughts telling you that you're not built for it. Those are just the limiting thoughts that keep you where you are. They keep you stuck. They keep you in this place that says I'm comfortable or that says like, I'm not good enough. And those thoughts are not even real. That's just, that's just the bullshit that keeps you safe. That keeps you safe. Yeah. Right. Stepping out of your comfort zone. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, In that video, you also mentioned a dry season and the importance of rest. Can you explain that for people who are unfamiliar with this idea? Yes. So what the dry season is basically is that time period um, right before you you reach your next place, your next level. So um, a lot of people can attest to this, like before something big or good happens in your life, a lot of times we go through complete shit. It's like life is like, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, and I'll give this example for me, like in my dry season, um, there was a period where like I had an entertainment company and things were rolling and going and going and going. And we can really apply this to business where things slow down mm-hmm. and we feel like, okay, I gotta, I gotta be doing something, but it's like, know that whenever things are slowing down, know that whenever things aren't going necessarily according to plan, this may be your time to actually sit and rest and reevaluate. This may be your time to sit and rest and re-strategize. Like this is your time not to push and keep going and hustle and make it happen. This is your time to literally rest. And the rest is because just like there's a dry season, there's also a season where things are really picking up. And in those times, if you spend all your energy trying to get out of the dry season, whenever things start picking up, you're not going to have the energy to persevere and to keep going. So it's like, be aware whenever those times come where things have slowed down or things aren't necessarily going right and take that time to evaluate that time and really I believe what that time is for is to take the time to evaluate yourself. Mm. Take the time to literally look over the past things that you have done and the decisions that you have made and see, okay, how did this happen? How did I get here? Or even this to see, okay, moving forward, what is it within me that may need to shift and change so that I can be in this better place or be in this next place? And if you really take the time during that time where things have slowed to do that, when it picks up, you're going to be ready. You're going to be ready for that. Most definitely. Oh, that makes sense. Um, so this next one is a little bit, is a long one. So you have a playlist titled Spiritual Awakening on TikTok that consists of numerous videos. In part one, you talked about people checking in on you or those not doing so. And you had to learn the importance of self-love. You also mentioned the physical and mental battle you experienced during your awakening at this time. What advice can you give to someone who's going through that as well? And can you explain the idea of having multiple awakenings throughout life? Yes. So I'm going to kind of answer that question backwards. Mm -hmm. So um, what I do a lot of times, there are many terms for the same thing. The spiritual awakening, some people may call it like the epiphany that you have about your life whenever just 
out of nowhere, you just get these realizations and these thoughts. You know, some people call it a spiritual awakening. Some people call it, you know, like I had an aha moment about life. But essentially what a spiritual awakening is, is whenever you reach a point in your life where you're having these understandings about things that are beyond your everyday normal thoughts. It may cause you to reevaluate your relationship. It may cause you to reevaluate evaluate your career, reevaluate your family, but it's not something that you would normally be thinking. It's outside of your normal. So I, I say, you know, I had a really big one. And um, this is something I really want to talk about on here because um, what, what the world calls what I had was a manic episode, you know? Um, but what essentially happened is out of nowhere, it's like my life flashed before my eyes. And I saw every single relationship that was in my life at the time and all of the times where I felt to leave certain people behind or cut certain people off. But because I was in that space of loneliness and I didn't want to be by myself and I didn't want, I wanted everybody to come with me because I knew that my life was about to change. And I'm like, y'all got to come. And when that happened for me, it was like a really abrupt, these relationships need to end now. You know, that's not how it happens for everybody, but that's what happened for me. And that happened, you know, I, I say I've had several spiritual awakenings over my life because I've had those moments where, you know, I'll, I've been on a job and then literally it's like the thoughts is there's more for you. You need to leave this job. And I'm like, no, because it's paying my bills. And it's yeah. like, there is more for you. You need to leave this job. There's, there's another place for you. You need to leave this place or even this, you need to fix that relationship with this person. And it's like, I ain't even messed the relationship up. They gonna trust that to me. And it's like, no you need to apologize to them because that's a relationship that you need to maintain. So those are spiritual awakenings. Mm -hmm. Um, But my advice that I would give to somebody that is going through that is really during that time, I want you to, you know, and this, this is how I feel to say, like really jot down the, what you're getting at that time and really actually like evaluate what is coming up. Because if this is outside of your normal everyday thinking pattern, your normal everyday routines, and it's something that is literally so abrupt and it's, and it feels as though if I do this thing, it's going to change my life. It's because your life is at a point where it's about to change. It's ready to shift. And if you continue to do the things that you have been doing or holding on to the things that you've been holding on to, you're never going to go into that shift. So don't see it as anything scary, although it can feel very scary to say, oh my God, I got to leave these relationships alone. Oh my God. Even for me, one of the things that happened during that time is like, I had to change my eating completely. Like, I was eating just everyday things. And then I start having these epiphanies about food. And I'm like, okay, I understand now why I got to go and eat. I got to let this food go and like eat more natural fruits and vegetables. And I started having these thoughts and, um, you know, these epiphanies about like land and buying land and purchasing land where this was never in my thought process. But now I'm understanding that like all of those things were being brought to me because for where I'm going, these are the things that I'm going to need. These are the things and where the country going. <laughs> you better get some land somewhere. You know what I'm saying? But uh, like I said, jot down and write down what's coming up at that time because it is actually for your good. These things are for your good. Like none of these things that happen in the times where you're getting these epiphanies, even if it hurts in the moment, it's for your good. It's for who you're becoming. Um, and just don't be afraid of it. Cause a lot of people, like I, I get messages all the time. People are like, I'm so scared right now. And I'm like, don't we fear and excitement feel the same. So shift the thought. This is your change it to excitement. Like be excited because now you're, you, you're, you're understanding things deeper. Like you are, God feels fit to show you these things at this point in your life. Like that's something to celebrate. Cause you would have never thought about this six months ago, right. three months ago, you know? 
So um, yeah, that's the advice that I would give. Jot it down and do not be afraid. Like know that it's for your good, okay? It's for your good. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So the next question and part two, you of that video, you mentioned God removing people from your life and how loneliness can sometimes cause people to hold on to those who are not for us. How do you know when someone is no longer for you and how can your awakening influence this revelation? Okay, this is the biggest one indicated that someone's not for your life anymore. If being around them causes you to question yourself, drains your energy, and literally goes against what you feel on the inside of you, these people are no longer necessary for your life. Now, I do believe this, people are, some people are meant to be in your life for a season. They may have literally, and especially let's think back to like, whenever people talk about childhood friends and things, like their sole purpose in your life was to grow up with you. And we think sometimes like, because I've been friends with them for 10 years, like they belong for the rest of my life. But when you go around them, you feel your energy drain. You can't even have the conversations you want to that you that you naturally feel to have because either their mindset is not there or they're like, girl, you dreaming too big, you doing too much, you know, or even this some relationships, like if you going home to your man, and you feeling anxious every time you walk in the house or your woman and you feeling like you was good and then you walk in the house and you feel mad all of a sudden. Like these are indicators that this may not be a relationship that's for you. Mm -hmm. And you know, when I say the loneliness thing, like I had to get over loneliness because I was a very lonely child. So whenever whenever I start making friends, I'm like, we we for life. We for <laughs> life. Even though <laughs> I knew a lot of times like I can't even be my full self with them. Mm. Because and this is a big one, because I don't want, mm, let me see how to put this. And this is not to be arrogant or to be cocky because like, I, like I, I said this yesterday, some of us know that our purposes are big. We feel it within ourselves. And it's like, I've, I've stepped up and, and, and because I know how big I am and some people don't like to be outshined out, whatever. If I feel like I got to dim myself to be in y'all space, like I'm not even being my full real self. Mm -hmm. when you get into that space where you're not even being your full true real self because you don't want to make people feel bad or when you said this one thing they was like oh you think you better than us or in this and sometimes it's not that drastic sometimes it's the little small subtle things like you bring them good news and then they're like I, you know y'all can't hear this but they give you that little look or you always doing this like I had people used to call me the extra friend all the time and I'm like why I gotta be the extra friend why can't I just be the friend right like what? So when you get in those, those spaces where you're hearing those little comments or you're feeling your energy drained or literally like you go around some people and it's a big one too. The conversations people keep, if people talking about people, that's a, that's a no. Like if every time somebody is talking about this person and talking about that person and this, that, and the third, like that's low vibrational talking. Y'all talking about humans. Let's talk about ideas, things, yeah. the forward, the more. So whenever you're in that space, that's a key indicator that it may be time to shift your space. And what was this, um, the, you, the first part of that question? Because I know I went to the end. Um, uh, did you already, you said about like how you know when someone's no longer for you. I said, oh, you mentioned like God removing people from your life. Mm -hmm. um, and how loneliness can sometimes cause people to hold on to those who are not for us. Yes, let me get on that. So 
the thing about God removing people from your life, and I, I want to say this, don't wait until a tragedy or something bad happens, like a huge argument or like, you know, um, somebody has to get sick or, or you have to go through a moment like me where I literally had to have a manic episode to finally remove people out of your life because Oprah says it the best. You'll, you'll feel a pebble. That's your little warning. And then that turns into a rock. Then that turns into a brick. And then that turns into a brick wall. And so before it gets to the brick wall where you have to find out that they've been talking shit about you for months and you got to find out that they've been plotting against you and doing this and that, like before it gets to that point, when you start to feel that shift, like just start to back away. And the loneliness part is this, know that like God, no, we know no man is an island. So as you're shifting, as your mindset is shifting, there are other people who are literally in that same space that you are in. And because you've decided to make room for more in your life, like now those people have the permission to come into your life because the reality is if you got all these people around you who are not even in, in the same, going in the same direction as you, you don't have room for the, the new because some of the new ain't gonna mix with that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's some people, I'm gonna be honest with you, like people who I may be interested in speaking with or, you know, interested in talking to, like if, if they're around people who rowdy and cussing and doing all this stuff, I'm not walking over there. I'm not going over there. And that's how it is. You got to think about it. Like that's how your blessings are. That's how the things that are for you are. Like that's why certain things won't come into your life until you release because they can't mix. They cannot mix. So the loneliness part, like if you are experiencing loneliness, sometimes it's just for a season. That's part of that dry season. And maybe it's because you have to get to know yourself a little bit more. Maybe it's because you have to be isolated a little bit more in order to now retrain your thoughts that was now mixed in with their thoughts. Because I believe in collective consciousness a lot. Mm -hmm. Like you don't even know that you start thinking like them because you've been around them so long. So now you need to be in your own space so that you can shift and what is for you can start to come into your life definitely so the loneliness you know and it, and it feels like loneliness because it's a, a shift from what we're used to we're used to being around people we're used to you know people being the validating thing within us but when when you learn to get through that loneliness you realize okay I'm, I'm pretty all right yeah <laughs> I like this girl I like this <laughs> no it's true yeah. um it's almost like you made me think about like the loneliness part like also just shifting your mindset like Maybe you're not lonely. Maybe this is just time for you to really get to know you and figure out what you actually do like and what you don't like. And like you said, just being mindful of, you know, what type of energy you want around you and figuring out the blessings that have, you know, that are for your life and the right people that you need to be around. So, you know, um, I, I went through the same thing, you know, and I was going through that where I was feeling crazy, like, okay, I'm so used to being around people. And it's just like, I needed that time to really get to know myself and enjoy my own company. And now it's like, I, I love being, you know, by yeah. myself, you know what I mean? Like I love being around people too, but I just, you know, I feel so at peace, you know, knowing who I am and what I want and you know, what I'm meant for. So I definitely agree. I feel like that time is just, it's necessary. And when you do tap in spiritually and allow yourself to grow, you're going to have that time, you know? Yes. Um, and can I say one more thing about loneliness? Sure. Like loneliness to me is it's um when you start feeling lonely, that's an indicator that um it's just like uh addiction and when, when let's say you you've been smoking you like to smoke and then you go it's like withdrawal like some of us really are addicted to people and you don't know that until you are lonely because loneliness is a withdrawal of of people yeah. so 
we, you know, many of us, like, I'm understanding now because I used to hate being like I used to feel so lonely and I realized like it's a gap within me that people were feeling mm -hmm. you know and maybe that's the time for me to fill it with me and really like that's that, that's a space that God because God is really the one that fills certain spaces like people mm -hmm. can't feel all these spaces and the reason why it feels like they are is because you have so many people around you you know right yeah. no, that makes sense and then kind of just that made me think of something like I feel like COVID and the pandemic, I feel like a lot of people were almost forced to be in that space where they had to be alone and yes. like, figure out who they are. I know I went through that because I lived alone. So it was just like, it was funny because before COVID that year, I, that was when I realized that I was having like a spiritual awakening, my first one. Mm -hmm. And you know, I realized that going to therapy before that, like I was just trying to avoid tapping in and really like learning the lesson and like cleansing you know yeah. the things and the ideas and the you know things that just needed to go and I was just going out all the time like that summer uh -huh. out every day all the time people were like oh my gosh you're being so social but it was like I was being social but after a while like I was drained because I was still running from the stuff that I needed to deal with and I think that once COVID hit it was like you know I was like damn I really gotta <laughs> I'm not as healed as I thought I was you know what I mean so, right I think that definitely people, you know, other people that I talked to too, I feel like they went through that too. Um, yes. Yeah. And then I thought, I just thought about something else too, when you were talking about that. Oh, okay. So when you were talking about the question I said about people like God removing people. Mm -hmm. So what about an instance where you may have prayed to God to remove this person, right? Mm -hmm. and, and you felt like, okay, maybe this is just not the right person I need to be around. Mm -hmm. And then that person was removed, you had your space, and then they come back. What is your idea on that when the person comes back? Is it just like God saying that this person still needs to be there or is it kind of just testing you? I think it can be, it, it can be, it could possibly be both of those things. What I look for now is the evidence of change because if the person comes back in your life and it's the same situation, that's a test. Mm. that's a test to see if you're gonna go back and you're gonna be the person that you were that invited this person and dealt with this shit and whatever the case may be but if there's evidence of change if they're coming back and literally like and it's it's not all, I'm, I'm not always gonna say people have the wrong mindset because sometimes people just really just y'all just outgrew each other y'all y'all outgrew your time together but if they come back into your life and and it, it's literally flowing now you don't have to compromise yourself it doesn't drain your energy you know like they are there has been a change in the relationship like this is a now a new relationship this is not even the same relationship anymore so in that instance i say like look for the evidence of change in the relationship and know that if they coming back with the same bullshit that's a test baby don't fail it don't right. fail, don't fail. <laughs> yes i love it um okay so i feel like you dropped a lot of great gems so for listeners who might be interested in learning more about your work, can you tell them where to find you and any projects you might have coming up? Yes, yes, yes. So you can follow me. Um, I post the majority of my things on TikTok. I say for daily motivation, for confirmations. And I always tell people this, when you go to my TikTok, the best way to do it is like, let the videos lead you because all of my videos are not for you. Like I know I put a lot of word and I put a lot of messages out there, but if you really like allow it to lead you, you will find the one that's for you. So definitely follow me on TikTok. That is it's ITS underscore Nia Michelle on Instagram. I kind of repost some things from TikTok, but 
one thing I do post on Instagram is my vibe of the day. Okay. So if you want to get into some new music, you want to find some of my music, you can find that on Instagram and it's the exact same. It's underscore Nia Michelle. Um, also, just to learn a little bit more about me, you can check me out on my websites and that is niamichellexp.com. Um, I do have a podcast that's the 21 lessons with Nia Michelle podcast you can find all this on my website Um, but on there I release music on there Um, I well I'll get to the music in a second but I release exclusive music on there and then also on my podcast we're just talking life lessons isn't nothing too serious things that I've learned in different journeys in my life and different um, avenues I definitely get into business a lot because I am an entrepreneur um, so that's the 21 lessons podcast. Um, I also have a book It's 21 lessons before 21 understanding that weird stage between childhood and adulthood. You can also find that on my website and that is for anybody who's going through a life transition. It's not about, you know, being 21. Um, I do have certain points that's like going from that 17 year old to that adulthood stage. Um, but if you are a person who is in a stage of transitioning to your life, that book is about life transitions and how to really, you know, prepare for this thing we call life. Um, outside of that, I have a new single out called the butterfly anthem. It's available on all music platforms. So please check that out. And I made that song. I want to put this specifically for my free spirited girls with the hair wraps and the yes. curls. Yes. You guys can see her pro is growing right now. This is goals for me because I actually I've been natural now for a little over a year. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm really loving it and I want my fro to be big too. So I'm I'm loving it. <laughs> yes. Um, but that is that is pretty much all any most of this stuff, like I say, either on TikTok or you can go to my website and find everything. So yes. Yes. And when I post it on Instagram, I'm gonna tag everything so that they can follow okay. Thank you. Um, and so this, before this thing kicks us out, so one more question, can you share a closing message message for listeners who are in the midst of either their first or one of many awakenings and they are unsure of what to do next and what exactly they're experiencing? Yes. Um, so I'll always say this, when you don't know what to do, don't do anything. And when I say that it's this, like a lot of times in uncertainty in our life, we're so eager to get out of that that uncomfortable space or go on to the next thing but sometimes the best things for you to do when you don't know what to do is to literally pause take some time take some days and really like don't try to force anything clear your mind and the answers will always come and then as far as the spiritual awakenings and the people who this may be your first one kind of like i said before like embrace this time and know that you are this is the time that these things have to come to you for whatever reason. Don't be afraid of it. Don't reject it. Literally jot down what comes up and go back and evaluate those things. Because right now, for whatever reason, God saw fit to, to, to download this stuff into you. And um, if it's coming to you, it's because it's for you. And if it's for you, baby, you equipped for it. You are well equipped for it. So don't be afraid be excited, mm-hmm. you know, and you're good. You are good. You are good. Most definitely. Yes. I love it. Um, that, do you have any questions for me or any Yes, I do. I do. I do. I do. So um, like, I know you say on your podcast, you typically get into a lot of the things that I talk about. So what has like led you on this journey, one, to start this podcast and two, to talk about the things that you talk about? Yeah, um, similar to you, I had 
I had a, a spiritual awakening. Um, and at the time I really didn't know that that was, was happening. Mm -hmm. I, it was 2019. Um, and it was before like the pandemic and all that stuff, but I had went through a pretty, a pretty bad breakup. And, um, not only that, it was like, I kind of like what you talked about earlier in the podcast, like when your life shifted because everything kind of crumbled, that's exactly what happened to me, like job, housing, all that stuff to the point where I, it made me to a point where I didn't want to hold on to anything anymore. I was so ready for whatever it was that I felt that God needed to like shift into my life where, mm -hmm. you know, at first I was angry. I was sad. I was scared, went through all the emotions. And then I just was calm. And I was just like, you know what, God, whatever you want to do in my life, just do it. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And then I started listening to podcasts, which is something I never did before and then I listened to one podcast a local Boston woman she spoke on spirituality a lot and so I listened to like one or two podcasts then I went to the beginning and started all the way listened to all her episodes and it was really like just opening my eyes to this whole idea of spirituality and like understanding what a spiritual awakening was and mm -hmm. then afterward I was like you know what I could do this too like I have a lot of things to talk about too so then I just, you know, I heard about the Anchor app and then I just like started recording an episode and I just like was sharing it with my family and my friends and I made an Instagram and then I was just like, you know what, I'm going to keep doing this. And then I just kept making episodes and then I had people come on. I've had like my family and my friends come on. And then um, it's funny with the TikTok, I've never been a social media TikTok person. I was so against TikTok. It's not even funny. And then one other girl who followed me on Instagram, she made a TikTok like of her favorite podcast and then she featured my podcast I had no idea because I didn't have TikTok and so one day I get a text message from like my little sister and she's like oh my gosh you're on the FYP I'm like what is that what's the FYP right she's like it's the for you page like you're on I'm like what is it I'm like she, she sends it to me the link I'm like oh my gosh and like then like I made the, you know, the TikTok and then just got like exposed. And that's how I found your page. I feel like I would have, would not have found it, you know, any other way. So um, I say that to say, I just feel like podcasting has definitely made me, you know, grow and just put myself out there more and be more out of my comfort zone, which is again, something that I'm not usually, a, I'm usually a quiet, chill person. So for me to be like doing podcasts and like reaching out to people and doing, it's just like, it's not something that I normally do, but I love it. And it's a passion. So it's like, and it's kind of like what you said, like, I feel like God, even when I get to those points where I don't want to record anymore, God is like nudging me like, nope, you need to get your message out there. I have more for you to talk about. And it's like, now that I have the time, like I reach out to people like you and just like, you know, I want to talk to people more and put myself out there and learn as much as I can and just kind of expose myself. So um, yeah, I definitely feel like with the spiritual awakening, like, even though when I was going through it, I was not sure, but I love it. And I'm glad that I did get through it and go through it and where I am now. And I would never want to go back. Like, I feel like I'm just a different, more grown and just like spiritually in tune. So I love it. And I love talking to people like you too, who, you know, have that, those experiences and, you know, we can relate on certain things and just being able to share your message with other people. I think that's very important too. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how, how I got into this too. So Hey, okay. Well, I want to say like, 
Uh, you know, I know this is our first time officially meeting, but like, I am so proud of you for <laughs> out and for doing that. And I just say like, continue to do what you're doing, like continue to grow, continue to step into those places that are uncomfortable because that is where the growth happens. And like, I even, it's just the energy from the pot. Yeah. Energy, like I, I, I see this going very far. I feel yeah. this going very far. So I'm going to be tuned in and I'm looking forward to watching yeah. it over the years, baby. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> I really am. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we connected. Seriously, I really appreciate you taking the time to like, you know, talk to me and have this episode. I think it, it was great. Yes, it was. And if you ever need me back on here, I got you. I got yes. you. Just, you yes, know, you know, I want to collaborate again. <laughs> of course. All right. Yay. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, this is Black Hippie Lounge. I'm Chanel, your host. And thank you, Nia Michelle, for joining us tonight. And mm -hmm. as usual, meditate, manifest, invest in you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will post all her social media links so that you guys can follow her um, work. And please check out her music and everything. Um, and I hope you guys have a great night and the rest of your week. Later.